All right, let's give it a try. We're trying to trying a Bud Light next. Well, that's just awful. That's just plain awful. Yeah, I, I wasn't going to think that was going to taste good. Oh, God. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, that's just shame right there. That was a new kind of noise, Jordan. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Oh, that was shame. Hey, you got a haircut, too. Hello, and thank you very much for downloading this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. You can download many more episodes at movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. I want to start by saying that we're only reviewing this because I lost a bet. Eric, would you please tell everybody what this bet was? I call this the bet episode. How the hell are you doing? Kind of a typical rivalry. I would say that we took a bet. We're both football fans. I, a Lions fan. Jordan, unfortunately, a Packers fan, and uh, your time's done. Uh, that's why I say unfortunate. And uh, and what better way to um, show that than the game that we bet on the uh, season-ending game that uh, prevented the Packers from going into the playoffs? Lions win at in Lambeau uh, and uh, finish the game with an interception. Goodbye, Aaron Rodgers, and hello, Matilda. Uh, yep. So, behind the scenes for people, I hate musicals. And we're in this day and age where people are like, oh, hate such a strong word. Okay, yeah, fine. But, no, I, I, I hate musicals. Um, I can get through Sweeney Todd because the context of it is cool. Uh, but I don't like the songs. I, I'm just not. I'm not into it. I'm a big dirty joke person. Obviously, if you listen to us for years, and South Park is my kind of humor. I fell asleep at Book of Mormon. My wife was like, "Come on, it's your favorite," you know. And I go see Book of Mormon, and I fell asleep halfway through. I don't like it. I have never seen The Sound of Music. Um, uh, was it Mir- a Miracle of Thirty Summit Street? Isn't that like? Or is that thirty four? What's the cruise? Really yeah, that's not a musical. What's the Wonderful Life? Isn't that one? Isn't that a musical? Not a musical. No. All right. Well, <laughs> the classics. I have You're not. On a roll. I'm not seen. Yeah, uh, we've done musicals before, uh, much against uh, Jordan's will here. Uh, I know that you are familiar with some musicals. I know that again, it's not your uh, first, second, third, fourth. Or even fifth pick uh, for anything. I don't even know like what musicals maybe would have fallen into your Les, Les Mis. Maybe is that something? No. Like there are a few uh, stories that have like skipped around of so many different areas to where um, we can talk about, it, and this being one of them because this one was a book turned into a movie, turned into a Broadway show, and now turned into a Netflix adaptation of the Broadway show based on the movie, based on the book. Yeah, so that was the bet before. I mean, the bet was if the Packers lost, we would have to watch and review a musical and the newest one that came out. And if the Packers would have won, I would have gotten Eric to say yee-yee on this episode. Packers lost. I have to watch a musical. Um, Fair trade for me. It's been going on for years, me not saying those words. You will one day. I'll get you. Um, I think Gina, my wife, had more fun watching me than the movie. I had the stink face on right in the beginning. I was like, oh, (laughs) 
oh, okay, I see. This is Harry Potter. And then she paused it and she goes, have you never seen the OG Matilda from like the 90s? And I was like, no. No, and I looked it up. I guess it came out in 97, so yeah. I would have been 10 because I was born in 87. And at 10 years old, I was watching Jurassic Park, man, and like like Jaws and Twister. I wasn't watching no kid stuff. I was, I was a grown-up at in 97. So get that stuff out of here. Monster trucks and guitar, electric guitar, electricity yeah. and fire. I was getting into lip biscuit and corn and jet airplanes. Getting right? ready to go to Woodstock 99, buddy. I'm just telling you. <laughs> I, I'm just, it's one of Not those, when, when I hear it, it's always like a, a, a record scratch because you would think that something as treasured as like roll doll books would be a part of a lot of childhoods growing up. This book I don't being, like Roald Dahl. Being one of them. That's, you do. You, I mean, just a different story. I don't. No, I don't. I mean, like, I, I what, I, I read, what is it? it, it, it it's it's, it's the Walker. actual title. Willy Walker, the title, or is it oh, Charlie? Was it Charlie and the Glass Elevator or something? No, no, no. Not Charlie the and the Chocolate Factory? Is that the name of the original book? Um so um, I like the 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 '70s Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, but then I heard that Tim Burton and Johnny Depp did the closest to Roald Dahl. Hate the movie. Um, everybody knows I also number two hate claymation films. So James and Giant Peach freaks me out. Um, just like just like Nightmare Before Christmas freaks me out. Um, sorry, I thought I saw something. Um, I. Uh, um, I've not seen Matilda. What other ones has he done? Uh, what other Roald Dahl movies? Uh, the BFG? We didn't I review guess. it, and Steven Spielberg did that, and it was crap. Yeah, I can't think of any. I have to look it up here. So, okay, wait a minute. So you're telling me this guy is a, is a childhood is treasure, and, and, you, and, you, and you can't name all of his work. Good, good he's job. Got, there's, he's got a lot. Uh, so, hold on. Let me, let me actually, like... Uh, Look up the whole thing here. I'm telling you, it's nothing big. I mean, James and Giant Peach, Charlie Chocolate Factory, Matilda, all the same stories, right? Did he have a bad childhood growing up? I would imagine that most people growing up, because he was English, I believe. And so I would imagine he probably Mm -hmm. grew up during both wars. Uh, So saying that life would be easy for him, I don't know much about uh, his life. Uh, but the British, yeah. yeah. Well, we kicked their butts in well, WW too. Don't necessarily know if he's like you know a, a high nobleman born or if he's a lowly mm. factory. But you know, I just I'm just not a role. I have read in school Charlie and Charlie Charlie and the Charcoal Factory. That's all I read in school. And uh, his dad's a that, wealthy shipbroker. Say he's fine, millionaire. Um, so yeah, going into Matilda, I had no idea what this was about. I, I seriously didn't have any idea. Like this is not a skit. Like I did not have any idea. I of course heard of the movie Matilda from 1997. Oh, I've never seen it. He wrote Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Don't like that. Danny, the champion of the world. Oh, that's a great one. Don't know what that is. No. Come on, I'm knock him out. Uh, I mean, because a lot of these weren't movies, or they're just like shorts, and the other ones, I know you're just not going to know any of these. Right, the so, movie. All right, all right, I, again, 
missed uh, missed Ohio. Got it. Nice. Uh, what's other? He did James Stein, Peach, Charlie, uh, Matilda, BFG. What other movies were there? Um, for movies, they are yeah, based movies. off of his books. Right. That's what I'm I'm pulling up here right now because apparently he yeah. also was a, uh, uh, would write screenplays as well too. So um, he has a lot. He's got a lot of creds here, and I'm I'm trying to get through. If he was so cool, he, he would not have died. Bibliography here. Did you like that? What's that? If he was so cool, he wouldn't have died. So <laughs> I rest my case. Yeah, I just, no, yeah, I'm not trying to be that guy, man. But I just don't. I just I don't like the dude's work. I don't. He's no Cameron. He wrote Fantastic Mr. Fox. No, that movie. It's another claymation weird movie. No. Uh, he wrote "You Only Live Twice." The Bond movie? Yeah, that one's a bad one. <laughs> That's what Donald Pleasance is as Doctor <laughs> Evil. Um, what other? <laughs> Chichi Bang Bang, Willy Wonka, Chocolate Factory, The Night Digger. Don't know what that is. Nineteen seventy-one. Oh boy. Yeah. Do I? Do I? Do I rest my case? I don't know if you ever had a case, Jordan. That it's not good. That's that doesn't what because you don't like it. Hey, I like to think that we've been reviewing for a long time, and I think by now I know what's good and what's not. Songbird, Halloween ends, bad. Here, let me get let me get his bibliography here then. Just try. Uh, oh, the witches. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't like that either. Hey, a pardon for everyone who's it would listen and and just kind of yelling out names frustratingly at the at the thing here. Uh, let's see. Because all these are books. The Twits, Michael Oswald, The Enormous Crocodile, Fantastic Mr. Fox, Magic Finger. That one sounds fun. Oh, my. <laughs> Sometimes Never, The Gremlins. Gre- like like the Gremlin Gremlins? Oh, is that familiar? Like the actual like OG Gremlins, or is that just something completely different? I believe this book may be on its own. All right. I'm I'm trying to see if it was influenced. Uh, the 1984 film Gremlins, produced by Steven Spielberg uh, and directed by Joe Dante, is loosely inspired by Dolls' characters. Ooh. Loosely, loosely, loosely. Evil and destructive monsters, which mutate from small furry creatures. Yeah, that's 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 Riley's toys. Look at that! I didn't even we learned something new today. We George. did. Everybody learned something new today. I learned about Matilda. So, of course... Oh, I yeah, heard... that's right. We're, we're watching Matilda. Right. So, um, this is a musical. Lost a bet. Got to do it. I don't know anything about Matilda. Again, let's rehash. Not not playing around. I don't know this stuff. And, uh, boom, we get right into it. I'm like, oh, my God, this is Harry Potter. Gina paused and was very mad. And I don't know what this is. This is straight up Harry Potter, right? We get, we get this girl who is not... Or Harry Potter boy, but we get this little girl who is not loved at all by her family. Lives in a... Well, not a closet, but an attic that might as well be a closet. And she has special abilities that other people can see, but some people cannot. How is this not Harry Potter? Because there's no wands or owls. Okay. So I have a question she did right now. Can I get a letter? I have a question. Yeah. Because uh, this is a musical and I want to talk about the songs. But why, if, if the parents hate her so much, why a do what you have to do to have a child and then b keep her 
if uh, she's cramping her style so much. If if I rem- I I remember reading the books as a kid, and then of course the movie was was just fun. It was just something that we would watch all the time. If I remember from the book, I don't. I ooh, I might be misquoting. I'm gonna try to pull up here. I don't think the mom even realized that she was pregnant, right? She just kind of had her. They just they until it was a surprise. Then she also had an older brother too. Not in this movie, though, right? Not in this movie. In the original movie, there's a brother um, in the story, and in also in in the Broadway play, there's a there's a brother as well too. Uh, in this adaptation, she kind of takes on the role of both, almost. Right. Yeah. And but yeah, yeah, but um, it was just one of those where you know it's an obligation. Their parents, they're kind of like, all right, you know, she's she's a weight, you know, all right, she's an obligation. Get her along, get her in the car. We gotta go. Otherwise, they'll get in trouble. Uh, yeah, but yeah, but why keep her? Why not? Why not foster her out? They are not smart people, and it would not be. It's part of the story. Like you're, you're right, okay. Jordan. I'm sure. Like that's, that's you, you could sense. think of that. Oh, why not just give her up for? Her? Uh, adoption. Well, I guess they were sort of think that, and eventually they do. So, well, eventually, yeah, because Miss Honey comes into play. But I was just curious why they didn't, you know, like Super Mario was it, and just leave Matilda as a baby, like in front of a church somewhere with a with a with a note. Um, I like the girl. I think the girl's really fun. I don't know who she is. I don't know if she's done anything yet, really. I don't know if this is the the big thing for her, but uh, really enjoyed this little girl. I thought she uh, looked good for the part. I don't know what the part's supposed to be. I'm assuming just a long hair English girl. Um, <laughs> she's supposed to be kind of like this 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 curious person, you know, kind of cute and curious. Is yeah. is Matilda Wormwood? That's. I thought know, she was that's, she's supposed to pertain kind of the the innocence of a child that that you know that. Uh, you're looking into the curious big world, but it's intimidating and scary. Yeah. And the parents are doing such a bad job. Matilda is what? Eight? Yeah, eight and a half. Okay. Eight, nine. Something okay. like that, yeah. Um, that they forgot to take her to school or they just didn't care? They forgot. They, again, in, from the book or in any other reference, they basically just forget that she's there. But not in this movie, though. Because this movie, they know she's there because they f with her all the time, and then she goes back at them hardcore. Again, kind of like the 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 role of the brother. You know, they're kind of mixing in a lot of the these these points. Uh, this adaptation really doesn't highlight a lot of the parents. Like uh, a lot of those those pranks that happen, you know, that they do happen in the book and they do happen in the other movie. But there's a lot more dialogue there. There's a lot more building. You really can see how just really bad these parents are and not even just as bad parents but they're just bad people they just suck they just you know, they're sleazy uh what well, he's, he's, he's a, the dad is a car salesman selling just he, bad yeah. cars he uh, looks like a car salesman yeah exactly um the mom is just a stay-at-home mom and she's just kind of you know a compulsive Sloppy. liar yeah exactly she's just vain the only one to do is watch tv so we get into miss honey and they're going to go to the school why this school? No, nobody knew that, that, or even Matilda herself knew that she was gifted, right? Like, this is just the closest school in the district, I'm assuming? Yes. Uh, a lot of these, again, um, with, with Roald Dahl, try not to give too much reason to what, where, why. You know, just like, yeah, we're in this in this nameless town. The closest school is <laughs> is that school with the Trunchbull. 
that's that's the option that they have. This is the story that we're in. Okay. Well, here's the thing, though. You you should put. I your, mean, uh, James wrote a giant peach, Jordan. You know. Well, no. It's just put yourself into my situation. I've heard of Matilda. I've never seen it. I don't know what the story is. When I clicked play, I didn't know what I was getting. <laughs> this was probably. <laughs> I'm so glad that I, I had to make you watch this then. Yeah, Wait. you probably should have been familiar with this because you, this was starting off like at 100 miles per hour for you then. There was that's, why, that's why I took a picture of the opening and I said, I hate you. Because I'm like, what is this? Because story aside, this thing is all song and dance. And they come out, this, this adaptation comes out real hard with a lot of song and a lot of dance. Mm-hmm. Um, it the, sucked. The Broadway musical was like that too. It was amazing, right? That choreography oh. was was tight. It was on point. Everyone was crisp. Uh, everyone hit their marks, met their beat. It was it was great. Oh my! It was God. a colorful show. I have a question, and I asked my wife this question: In the world of the movie of said whatever musical, like Enchanted, if you will, or Sound of Music, or whatever, do the Characters in that scene realize that they're in a musical? Or are they like just talking normal? All of a sudden, a group of children start, hey, look at this. We're singing. And then somebody's like, what are they doing over there? <laughs> I mean, like, I'm asking that. I mean, like, that's one of my issues with musicals. It's like, do they uh, realize that they're singing in dance? I will present to you then the sucker punch theory. Uh, if you get what I mean without me explaining it, right? The, like the movie Sucker Punch, where those right. musical numbers are nothing but kind of one person's, you know, uh, interpretation of the scene of what's going on, but it's not actually what's what's happening. Oh, oh, there was a movie. What was that movie? Was it Rebel Wilson? Right, where she was in the rom com and she like fell into the. She hit her head and she was like so delusional. And everywhere she right. would go, they would like break out in a song. And she said, like, "What?" Like what the hell is going on, guys? Like, and she would kind she's of. She's in a like rom com. Yeah, she's in a rom com. Oh hell! But yeah, I know what you're talking about. But um, yeah, yeah, that's that would be my closest. So I again, this is a guy fresh from this. Uh, not liking this, we already know that I don't like musicals. But we get to the school, and everybody's leading up to Miss Tr- Trumbull, the Trunch Bowl, Trench Bowl, How- which is. Terrible. Hold on. We'll, we'll, we'll let's try this again. Say it again. Trench bowl. Trunch. Say brunch. Trunch. Trunch. Yes. Trunch bowl. Trunch bowl. That's just okay. Miss Agatha. What was I saying? Trunch. What was I saying? Uh, trench. Is that what you were saying? Yeah, probably. Trunch. Trunch bowl. Yeah. That sounds like an overweight Olympian hammer thrower. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's, wait a minute. That's... She is. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, uh, yeah, try to say that name with a bit more of like a Cockney accent there. Can you do that? Like Cockney's like, oh, hello, governor. Yeah, do like a very exaggerated Michael Caine. Uh, oh, shoot. Um, Mrs. Trentbull. <laughs> Trumbull. Mrs. Trumbull. <laughs> Would you like some you, like, lean I can't into do, the consonants, you know, it just it's a trunchable. Yes, I can't do it. I can't even do my uh, <laughs> I'm working on my German accent, but I can't do it too well. Do you want to hear it? Yes, I do. Uh, my uh, German one, yeah, yes, I do. <laughs> do you want to hear my 
Nazi knock knock joke? If if yes, I do. We will ask the questions. <laughs> Is that good? Uh, back to Matilda. Yeah. Uh, so Mrs. Trunchbull. Uh, this is wonderful. Uh, Emma. Emma. Who? Who? Blazer. Emma Thompson. Thompson. Emma Thompson. You surprised me. You said that Ralph Fiennes was actually like it was supposed to be in this role. So these are one of those those Broadway roles where it's a role reverse. This role is traditionally, if I can say that, um, over however many years, played by a man on stage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of like uh, what the the mom from Hairspray. Um, Don't know what you're talking about. There there are roles that are 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 woman female roles, but just given the uh, the kind of the I don't know I guess the image that, or maybe the the manliness the tone. Uh, yeah, we're, yeah, I guess they're going for it. The baritone. We're, we're not PC here. There, there you go. No, I'm trying to find like the musical correct term for it. <laughs> uh, well, because they, because oftentimes the reason why is because they are singing a, uh, they are the antagonist and they sing a lower number, you know, a, a deeper song because they're the bad person. So. Wow. Seriously. That's just, I don't know why you're confused, but you know, did, like Shakespeare no, was all confused. played by men. What? Is this no, just no, new for no. you? Like, is this? Yes, this is new for me. Shakespeare, theater, a- actors, culture. Yeah, back in like yeah. uh, what the the world stage, world's theater. There, uh, all of Shakespeare's plays were traditionally played by all men. Same with with like a lot of Greek uh, plays as well too. It was unfitting for a female to perform. Patrick Swayze, Chicago. Rest my case. Um, I did not know that. Okay, you know, you know what would be better than for this role would be, um, oh, uh, Nathan or whatever his name is, the dude from uh, Birdcage. Nathan Lane? Nathan Lang, yeah, he'll be good in this. <laughs> he's he's he, obviously he, classed up he, on, on Broadway. He plays Gomez Adams. Oh, does stage. he? No, he'll, he'll be so showy. So, so um, I don't know who Mrs. Trunchbull was. I had no idea. Uh, what I do will, what I will give compliment is, is that they were really like doing that mystery, right? For somebody such as myself who doesn't know who Mrs. Trunchbull is, right? I don't know. So like when I saw Mrs. Trunchbull, I'm just like, oh my God, this is legit. Her song is ridiculous, but I did actually really enjoy uh, the uh, hammer throw thing. I thought that was fun. Um, question again, and you told me not to ask questions. No, no, Why keep, keep asking questions. Why is she the headmistress at a school if she hates children? Uh, it, I think it was just one of those kind of where it was wedged into it. I don't think the book goes into it too deep of how she got into the school. Uh, I know the play certainly does, and neither does the movie. I think it was just more so that she kind of Publicity. just took it over from Magnus Wormwood, uh, who was supposed to be maybe, we can assume, uh, Oh, Dr. Magnus Honey, is that his, his name in, in this one? Oh, it. Okay. All right. So, so because is she is that. she is uh kind of like step related or in law related uh to Magnus uh in the story and in um the movie and uh, in all the sources. So I, I, that would might be the link. I can't say for sure. Okay. So why all this is going on? Actually, some of the kids are, are taking to Matilda pretty well, right? I mean, Matilda's not, you know, the most popular girl in school, but she's definitely Wednesday in and up. You know, she has a group of characters. And um, is this her her made up story about the circus people? 
Is this OG or is this for the play that What's was her? in the movie? Circus people. Her her story of the of the trapeze artist. The 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 story. Oh, all oh, right. She's making up about the trapeze artists. Yes, uh, yes. Is that is that an OG thing in the book? Do you know? I don't remember if it was OG in the in the book. And that's not in the '97 movie either. It feels like familiar though. I don't know if maybe it's another Roald Dahl adaptation or if they just kind of put that in there randomly. Uh, maybe we can look it up real quick. And then, and then, who was that woman that she was telling the story to of the of the trapeze artist? Oh, she was like a traveling librarian. She's new to the character. She's a new character in this. Okay, she's not. She's not an OG character. Yeah, correct. I, okay. I think she might have just been in there to, uh, to be honest, I think to take away a lot of the screen time from the parents. Oh, just okay. To kind of kind of give some sort of loving adult figure to this person because. Right. I, I really think that that was a big change to a lot of this was um, oh, there was another thing too that I had read that they were talking about where the adaptation where they had changed it so that the parents seemed more loving or less oh goodness I'll have to bring it up but this was one such movie where the choice was to represent to make it so the parents weren't so cold gotcha well it, it, it seems like the parents need to be cold though right I mean because that's what they're going for I, I, I think there's there's a lot of benefit to showing how cold the parents are. One is that you don't really have a whole lot of remorse when, for when bad things happen to them or when consequence sure. happens to them. You just go, yeah, that's that's deserved. All right. So I'm going to confess in a little bit, but we'll wait for the confession. So um, G- Riley, my six-year-old, is watching this with us because she said, oh, it's Matilda. It's fine. She can watch it. Um, again, I want people who are listening to this episode, and I want you, Eric, to really listen to what I'm about to say. So we get Mrs. Trump, uh, Trenchbowl and Tr- Trumbull, whatever her name is. And all of a sudden, she has all the kids in the courtyard. I don't know what's going on. Remember. And all of a sudden, she goes, pigtails, I hate pigtails, and grabs a girl by the pigtails whips her around like a hammer thrower in the Olympics and tosses her hundreds of yards. And I paused the movie because it's on Netflix and look at Gina and I go, did she, did she just hurl that kid? And she went, Oh yeah. And Oh yeah. She goes, she goes, she goes, that's, that's part of the character. I was like, Oh, we live in Looney Tunes world. Got it. This is not supposed to be taken. Literally. This is stupid. And she went, I know it's not. I did not like this, this whole again, abuse. James, has a giant peach. I go into that knowing because it's in the title, Eric. Yes, you know what? <laughs> James also goes into it. He goes into that giant peach, Jordan. So, yeah, take the, <laughs> the realism out of the movie. Yeah, Trunchbull was able to hammer throw Amanda Thrip successfully over the Iron I Gate. didn't know that. But here's the thing. I didn't know that because you... You bring up you bring up the giant peach. It's in the title, so I know that James is gonna either eat a magic peach, he's gonna grow a giant peach, or he's gonna do something with a peach. This isn't Matilda and the amazing lady who man woman who throws kids movie. I, I didn't know this. Would love for you to read your daughter some Roald Dahl books. Oh God, read! Uh, yeah, there. I promise you, all these books are very easy reads. Uh, I think that my uh, level. Yeah, well, I would hope her level. Is there at pictures? Least. Is there pictures? <laughs> there are plenty of pictures. Are there pop-ups? They are not pop-ups. Also, although I'm sure you could probably find one special uh, Netsy 
uh, somewhere. But uh, yeah, some of these stories get get wacky and ridiculous. So yeah, if you think they, that's crazy, then you know, uh, I mean, how do you feel about a ten year eight year old boy eating a what I can imagine is maybe a, I don't know a ten pound chocolate cake? Yeah, no, I want to talk about that next. But to kind of plead my case real quick, it's like the person who sees Jaws for the first time and the woman gets mauled in the beginning. Like, like you had no idea that was going to happen, right? You know what I mean? So, like, going into this, I had no idea this was going to happen. It wasn't like I was offended or nothing like that. It was just like, what? Like, this is, this. oh, it's Looney Tunes world. I didn't know the world that I was in. Everybody sure. was just, hey, jazz hands, jazz hands. <sighs> you know? I, I get that um, yeah. as, as many things as there are in the movie to reel you in that there would be just as many to take you out. Right. I actually enjoy the trapeze artist's story way more than the movie. This. Oh, okay. Just telling you right there. I, I thought that was a better story. Did, um, I did you like it all how that story kind of intertwined in with the main story? Like, did that help oh, yeah. out at all? Yeah, because the librarian was like, are you making this up? She's like, I just make it up as I go. But yeah, then it nah. turns out that the trapeze artist was actually Miss Honey's dad. Right. Which, how is she making that up? Uh, she's That's tele- her kinetic. Maybe she's just dreaming it. and I don't know. Maybe it's foresight or something like that. Gotcha. So, well, there's, I'm or, still getting ready for the sight. confession. So after the whole throwing thing, uh, Gina says, oh, you haven't seen nothing yet. We got a very famous scene coming up. I'm like, oh, there's a famous scene, something I would have seen on Facebook or YouTube. I'm sorry. And she went, no, I don't know. It was the chocolate cake. Um, I I, I, I kind of dug the chocolate cake thing. I thought it was cool. I could do it without the song. Uh, but I love the torture. It was it was really funny to see. She's like, who ate my chocolate cake? You know, and the, and the kid has to eat this. And he eats it, too. Um, I just wish since we were in Looney Tunes world, if, 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 if the kid would have gotten like the big, big belly and the big fat cheeks, you know, I would have loved that. That would probably be the original. I know it doesn't really, uh, uh, Danny DeVito doesn't like, you know, make it big, but he, <laughs> Bruce gets all sloppy and he just. Danny DeVito. Yeah. Danny DeVito directed, um, the first one, the, the nineties one. And he plays the dad too. Him and Rhea Oh, he, Really? Yeah, him and he plays the dad and his and wife uh, play the mom and dad. Oh, really? Well, Danny DeVito would be good as the dad. They did a really good job. Yeah, that would have been good. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah, I mean this this uh, this 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 cake seems fun. You might, you uh, I will give it. That. Watch that other one. Hey, how about this? Paul Rubens is in the original too? Oh, really? Am I? Can I keep going, huh? The only thing that John I love it. The only thing I know about the original is that the OG actress in the 90s uh, was asked to come out for a cameo, and she didn't want to fly to England for one day's of work, so she denied it. Boo. Yeah. I mean, what are you doing with your life now? Um, so we're getting close to my confession, and here's my confession. Uh, you already know what their confession is. So at the chocolate cake scene and the whole you know hot box of torture and blah, 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 uh, we get into the uh, what I call the full metal jacket training scene okay. with the kids in the mud and just, you know, torture, torture, torture the kids. And it was like 930. And I looked at Gina and I said, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> um, she goes, you can't be done. You've lost a bet. And I said, I realize that. And I will confess in the show. 
I cannot stand it anymore. I'm done. I don't know what happens after the Full Metal Jacket scene. I'm sorry. I couldn't do it anymore. Oh, man. Well, then I just ruined that trapeze story for you, didn't I? You did. I did not know that that was Miss Honey, but but Gina was telling me that she has these powers. It started to show during the during the chocolate cake thing where she can like move things with her mind. Yeah, yeah. She becomes so she's like uh, Carrie, somewhat telekinetic. Yeah, she can kind of just move. No, it's more like an Alex Mack. Oh, good reference. If, if, um, yeah, yeah, I'd say that probably is really accurate. <laughs> but I am, I am sorry. I just, I just, I just couldn't take. It was like watching the movie was like having like was having like ants under my skin. I was just like, oh, I can't, I can't do this. This is torture. This is worse. I would w- rather have been waterboarded than watch this movie. Well, you so, even missed the best dance number too. Um, so that's that's an unfortunate thing too. You missed all the good stuff there, Jordan. So you're gonna have to go back and rewatch it. No, I don't have to, Eric, and uh, I'll tell you why. Because I thought it was gonna go be back. an hour and a half, not two hours. You know, the uh, revolting children is the is the number that you're gonna have to see. That's the one that made the rounds on all the on all the virals. No, that no, it didn't. Well, Maybe go ahead. I it did. I promise you, it did. If you look it up right now. No, I don't want to. I you're the guy for the history of the show that always looks things up. I never do during the show. Um, so I have so I have, so now I have questions. Um, so the trapeze dad is actually Miss Honey's dad. Yes. He he's Can we a, find out what happened. He's an he, he's an escapologist. Okay, because he uh he like is upset how young Miss Honey was treated by Miss Mrs. That was that was young Miss. Uh, okay. The, uh, in the film, they have it where there's an escapologist along with with a trapeze artist, right? Um, but the escapologist's uh, sister-in-law uh, was in the control of the contract, or was it the acrobat's sister-in-law? Trunchbull was in control of the contract, and she said, "You uh, uh, for their last show, they were going to do this daring stunt." To which uh, they had to back out because the acrobat was pregnant with right, his honey. Right, I knew that. I to knew when, that. Then uh, the unnamed at this point, Trunchbull, said, well, too bad. You have a contract. You have to fulfill it. And they did, right? Yeah, they did. And then and then uh, he, he dropped her and she fell. And then Mrs. God, I can't do the name. Trunchbull? Mrs. Trunchbull. Um is now the nanny of the little girl, right? And then when the dad finds out that the little girl was pretty much being tortured by her, he like leaves the little girl to to like to like kick her ass, but that's all I know what happens to him like I mean like because she says that she does not see her father again for the rest of her life. Yeah, she is horribly injured and dies after giving birth to her daughter. Right. Uh, so what happened the, the escapologist forgives the stepsister and asks her to help raise uh, his daughter, who's Miss Honey, the stepsister, blames the daughter uh, for her stepsister's death and secretly terrorizes her. Oh, okay. So Trunchbull terrorizes Miss Honey. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's what that is. So then what happened to the dad? Uh, at the end of the story, when the escapologist discovers his daughter is mistreated, he never returns from constructing his stepsister. Right. Is that it? Yeah. So why does he not return? In 
the story uh, in this one. I, I don't know, but uh, maybe I need to rewatch it again. But in the original, he he was killed or presumably killed by Trunchbull because he was wealthy and she was uh, standing to be the guardian and take over for for Honey and get all that all that. So this cash. is why I, this is why she's a part of the school then. Uh, yeah, you can put that like any theory that you put out there. I don't think is there's enough to contest it. You know what I mean? Okay, fair. I mean, fair so, enough. But... So like, if it works for your story, then it, um, then I think it it could it could work. But I, I don't know if it's open for a reason, or if I'm just completely missing it altogether. And there was like a you know strong line of dialogue somewhere that says, you know, Magnus Honey did this and Trunchbull did that. Okay. And Eric was uh, wrong, and he's dumb. So, uh, it, it it doesn't look like I missed much. It looks like that you know the, the movie was getting close to being done. Uh, what uh, what was the outcome of her parents? <laughs> so, uh, at the end of this, basically, she gets uh, her telekinesis, and she kind of practices a little bit more with the help of Miss Honey, who nourishes and encourages her a bit more to you know educate for you know all that stuff. Um, she eventually, Matilda, is confident enough in her powers uh, after she discovers that Trunchbull is kind of lording over Honey, and Miss Honey is too nice and modest of a person to really act on it. She's like, oh, no, no, I'm just happy, you know, just being me. And Matilda's like, well, no, we, we're going to get back at her. And so she uses her telekinesis to basically terrorize and drive her crazy make it seem like magnus the um you know the deceased maybe is is coming back and she tries to do like this this haunting this ghost thing in the house and the deceased baby no 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 i like like magnus the the dad mrs honey's dad oh. uh, she makes it using her telekinesis make it seem like that he is haunting the house when miss gotcha. trunchbull was just kind of at the house one time at her house Mm-hmm. She terrorizes Trunchbull to freak her out, and you know she, I'm sorry, uh, and you know leave my right. daughter alone and uh, this stuff. So yeah, that kind of just wraps up where uh, Trunchbull kind of flees and in, in scary, you know, like oh don't hurt me, I'll give it every, every whatever you want, and then Honey adopts Matilda. Um, oh perfect. Eventually, because I I think oh the parents. Uh, or fleeing. Uh, in the movie, they're fleeing. And I think it's in the book, they're fleeing from the feds. Because uh, they were, the, the cops were caught on to them doing, and their suspicious uh, business activities. Right, by selling crap cars and being abusive parents. Stolen parts or something like that? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but in the, in the Broadway play, it's the Russian mafia that come after mm. them. Either mm-hmm. way, they're fleeing, and they come to get Matilda, and they're just like, we hurry up, we gotta go, and I think it was brought to basically the case where Matilda's just like, um, it's just easier if you let Miss Honey adopt me. Uh, I have all the papers right here. And they're just like, oh, alright then. And then they just sign the papers, leave her to Miss Honey, they leave, that's it, happily ever after. Perfect. I mean, that that's, that's, that's a good ending for it. Um... I don't want to be disrespectful. So <laughs> be I, you, Jordan. I mean, it was like the thing though, is like it's like it, I was I was telling you Gina, hated it. You hated all of it. 
Oh, of course I did. No, but yes, I did. But is it a bag of kernels or do I respect enough to give it a small? And I I won't give it a bag of kernels, but I, I will give it a small because I did give the cake scene um, praise. And I uh, do like Emma Thompson uh, in, in the role. It's just ultimately I can't get in it. The closest thing to a musical that you will hook me on is Sweeney Todd, and that's pretty much it so far that I've seen. And here's the thing: it's not like it's it's not like um, I refuse to watch musicals, right? I mean, you tell me some. My wife has shown me some. Frozen. I don't like Frozen. Nobody likes Frozen, Jordan. Come on, that's not true. I made a Frozen joke today. Did you? Yeah, I was. Snow if you point. say let it go, Jordan, I swear. No, 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 no. I was snow throwing. Uh-huh. Okay. I was snow blowing my grandfather's driveway, and uh, Gene and Ryder out there shoveling the sidewalks, and I came up with it in my head. So I had the snow blower, and I walked up to Gene, and I said, hey, are you frozen? Because you are sure my ice queen. And she went, no. No, that wasn't good. And then I realized what I said. And I was like, yeah, no, that's not a good one. That was that was bad. Uh, just as bad as this movie. Look, it, it's maybe maybe I will check out uh, the 97 movie just as a checkout thing. Um, it's just not my thing. Maybe there's something here that I'm not seeing, but it is a small bag for me. I, I have no interest in, in going back to this one. This one's a large for you, isn't it? No, this one's not a large for me. I is as much as I do enjoy Matilda. Yeah, I love Matilda. The story was great, and uh, I I am no way going to say that um, this is better than the Dane DeVito adaptation. That one is way better. Uh, I I think it's more accurate. It leaves out still some other parts from the from the book. The the book is still going to be top, no matter what anyone says. Okay. Uh, but uh, I yeah, I think you would. Uh, like the that version of the movie a lot better than this one. Of course, there's a okay. lot less singing and dancing. Uh, none, as a matter of fact. Except if you maybe count uh, the part where Trunchbull gets a nude on her. She kind of dances a little bit there, right? Huh? I was just waiting for the kids to sing It's a Hard Knock Life. I was waiting for that one. The Any review that I give of this is because of that. Like, I'm well into musicals enough to know... Um, a good set design and good choreography when I see it. This is amazing. Like, that's the star of this movie was just them dancing. And that's really why I wanted to watch this. Not because of the music so much. Musicals are, are come and go. And some of these, these numbers uh, went a little bit too long for my liking. Um, it's it, They came up in parts or they would start and then they would have a, a, a bit of, of talking bit or then they would segue and they would complete the number. And I thought that's just like, okay, you're, 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 Coming up until like you know eight minutes here. Let's wrap it up. But uh, the the dancing was fantastic. Uh, story was hit or miss. It was just kind of fine. Uh, the new characters and the trapeze thing. It's a good way to kind of kind of put that in. This is hashtag not my Matilda, but <laughs> I it was still kind of fun all the same. It you know what I mean? It's it's a copy of a copy of a copy. It's the, the multiplicity yeah. kind of quote. Yeah, when a copy makes a copy of a copy. That's what this movie is. And yeah, this is, you know, it's artificial berry flavor when I want just an actual strawberry. Right, sure. I get you. So uh, it's, a, it's a medium. Like, I can appreciate all the work that went into this. Uh, I will not be uh, like quick to say, oh, hey, watch this movie. If anyone has an interest for Matilda, I would 
absolutely say watch the other one first. Okay. All right. So small for me and a medium for you, and that was me being generous. I would just Maybe... watch the clips of the dancing in this. The, just a few oh. parts, just because, again, it was very good. I'm going to send you a clip of that one, Jordan. Yep. Just no. like that. No. 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 Yeah. I actually hope everybody enjoyed listening to this one because this one was fun for me, actually, because I may be dogging on it and stuff, but it was fun to talk to you about. It was fun to know the history about uh, everything with uh, Matilda. Uh, it's just not my, not my bag, baby. If, That's okay, next year yeah. for Riley's birthday, yeah. if we come and we bring some rolled up books as a present, uh-huh. will you promise to maybe read one or two to Riley? Uh, for you, buddy, anything. I feel like you looked off camera when I when you said <laughs> that and not at me. When... <laughs> for you, buddy, anything. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. It's in August. See you then. Uh, but we'll see you who are listening next Thursday, like always. Do you like that? That was a good one. That was good. That was good. That was good. Thank you so much for everybody for listening to this most recent movie. But guys, podcast can't talk really fast. Make sure to check us out Movie Guys Podcast at podbean.com. But like always, we all know you listen to us on your phone on the way to work. So download us and listen to us on any podcast app that you have. We are on. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back next Thursday for another awesome episode. Eric, thank you so much for joining me. Have a good night. Bye.